0: morning i invited a guy down to uh jiu-jitsu and i was like i'm gonna smash this guy he's old he's like 47 you know cop eats donuts makes funny videos can't be that serious to jiu-jitsu
1: i do eat donuts i had one from the pumpkin patch this week did you yeah. <laughs> i didn't even go to the pumpkin patch i was like, how I'm lazy i'd become i was like i'm gonna they put... brought it to me my <laughs> kids brought, brought it <laughs> kids brought it from yeah. the pumpkin patch. they went to the pumpkin patch and they're like Here's a donut. So
0: I'm going to bring this guy. And I'm like, I'm just gonna, sm- I'm gonna put all my weight on him. I'm just gonna put that shoulder pressure and smash him.
1: It didn't work out that way this morning. You put some pressure on me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Couldn't get my hands on you, man. No, it was good. Did you have a good time. I cheated. I cheated a little bit.
1: Uh, yeah, I had a great time, yeah. dude. I, I love jujitsu. So yeah, God, I, it's not a, it's not a hard sell. Even though you made me get up early in the morning to do it, I'm not a fan of mornings, but I am a fan of jujitsu. So man. if
0: I have a shot, it's definitely in the morning awesome um anybody give you any problems did you get to roll with everybody
1: i think i rolled uh i think i rolled with everybody um there was a guy there who um had a mustache yes brian very quad dominant fellow yeah and uh he had a good good stand-up game good foot trip caught me with a foot trip
0: you know he's a brown belt in judo
1: that that makes sense. Yeah. He's a white belt. I was feeling him. You He's know. not
0: supposed to be a white belt. Yeah, I don't know when, why we haven't promoted him yet.
1: Well, in Nogi, you never know, right? Yeah. And when when I travel and I drop in at places, I never... Going hard at strange places is a no. recipe to yeah. get hurt. Yeah. Because so you never know
0: who you're going to deal with.
1: Don't know who you're dealing with. You yeah. don't know... like So I play a very relaxed, very slow defensive game, you know, and I feel that person out. And if, and if the role can... Can pick up through, great, yeah, cool, you know. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm not getting my shoulder torn apart. That's to your roll age. with strangers at 5:45 in the morning. <laughs> <It> seems like <laughs> it's bad. really not yeah. a lot of benefit yeah. in that for me. Uh, but anyway, he had a, a, you know, you get to, f- you start out slow, you feel, and I'm like, oh, this guy knows what he's doing. Standing up, I'm like, I so don't stand up. He tripped, him. he tripped me, and I was like, thank God, I'm just <laughs> down. Now I'm down on the ground. I'll just stay here. <laughs> I, I think I like put him in deep half, which is like my old man go to. Yeah, like, of course, just wait around and. Yeah, survive.
0: He's so. got he's got good. Pre- he's good, man. He's really good. I, he need, He's supposed to. I think you're. I don't know what the rule is, but I think that if you're at certain level at judo, you're supposed to like pretty much be a blue belt.
1: Yeah, I think in IBJJF the the if you're if you're for sure if like you're you're a black belt in judo, I think you have to compete at a blue belt level. Oh, okay, I think. But yeah, don't quote
0: me on. But I mean, he's like, because you know, they do all judo. You do arm bars and all kinds of other things, and
1: yeah, what yeah. you see in the Olympics is an is an abbreviated version of what a what they yeah of a good ju- yeah. judo academy would be. Yeah. yeah,
0: so he's like, his base is very good. It's uh, one area
1: I want to get better at because I I hate wrestling. I don't like wrestling at all, but I like judo. So I like the I like a little bit more of the positioning. I'm not I'm not a big.
0: I mean, I like the concept of it. I you just see don't... me
1: doing a double leg. Th- <laughs> Something's gone wrong already. Like, a why, <laughs> why like why why is Mike doing a double leg? This is, I've lost all control at that point cuz there's no reason in the god's hey, green earth I would do that. Here's
0: the deal, man. <laughs> I don't understand. Everybody gives so much shit about pulling guard. Like so much shit. Like
1: yeah, yeah. You need a stand up game for sure.
0: Okay, but then I look at the like I just went to ADCC. Everybody who won guard puller.
1: Yeah. Well, you know they should change that. <laughs> See, <laughs> they should award. They should award, even in that first ten minutes. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much you want to talk about ADCC, but I love ADCC rule set. I love it. Yeah, I like it. I would make one key change, and that is, I would award takedown points in the first ten minutes, so you can win by submission, and the or points only if the points come from takedown.
0: Just because, just so that it pushes the aggression, pushes early. the pace.
1: Yeah, yeah, because yeah. that's the only way to, I think to advance the sport of jujitsu from a spectator standpoint. And obviously, like the spectators are growing, but you know, you were there, right? Yeah, dude. Ninety percent of that crowd trains jujitsu. Yeah, which is phenomenal. Yeah, but if you're talking about breaking into the mainstream and actually. Getting coverage on an ESPN or or, right. or getting a broader gotta, audience like more, the UFC or something, it's
0: got to be more dynamic. Gonna have yeah. gonna
1: have to push the pace, and people are gonna have to really understand the rules. There's too many little little weird weird things that happen. Like I don't know, if, I, I I'm a nerd with this stuff, so I watched almost everything with ADCC. But like AJ Agazarm, his his whole fight where he lost and he stood on the mats and refused to leave until he got yeah, his two points the- awarded, and it was like a technicality on well because this triangle had been done this way then the points weren't awarded even the refs at the time I didn't even it know a point. it was like I didn't even
0: know what was going on I was like what is this imagine being guy a doing?
1: spectator and you would be like well screw this man I can't even I can't even understand how you win at this yeah and it, I I think that they just need to make things a little bit more clear for the average person and push that pace so that you stand a chance of seeing more submissions faster or more dynamic takedowns yeah that kind of a thing I, mean, there's, there's I have some, no problem pulling guard. I pull guard all the time.
0: <laughs> I'm 40 years old, man. I'm not. I'm like yeah. Tyler. Tyler just had. I told you he just had his ACL surgery. Yeah, and he's like, and he got he he did that by he he backstepped on a takedown or something with his, with his right leg or yeah. left, something like that, and that's yeah. what it popped. Mm-hmm. And he's like, never again, man. I'm fucking done. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I, don't, I don't blame him. I'm gonna be a bus scooter for life. That's
1: a young man's game. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But the judo thing, man, like that's just – I watched those guys because Brian and, and some of the other uh, professors in there because – yeah, and then we have another uh, – I think we have another – Mike's another uh, black belt in judo as well. He's a brown belt in jiu-jitsu. He uh, – he, I think I told you he – I didn't know anything. I didn't know that we had judo guys in there. Mm-hmm. And he did the whole like check your watch thing. <laughs> so I didn't know. He's just like bringing his arms up. Next thing I know, my feet are like – scraping the ceiling of the gym as i'm (laughs) landing and i did one of those things where i landed and you know you landed so hard that everybody kind of stops rolling and checks to make sure you're that guy okay (laughs) right he's like okay he's breathing let's continue um but i didn't know and now i now i know but dude they they train that i'm like dude it's just nothing but getting thrown to the ground yeah over and over and, and not gently yeah i don't think i'm okay with just getting thrown on the ground yeah. at my age anymore
1: but it's e- it's i wouldn't say it's an easier skill to learn but i feel like
0: over wrestling
1: yeah wrestling's so it's such a grind yeah you know which is great
0: I did mean, you roll with mike the guy with the headgear today yeah. yeah yeah wrestler yeah very probably very apparent
1: yeah he did a lot of sit-throughs we i had him for the round we were doing turtle okay which was a weird round because i was like i started on the bottom and i'm like what am I supposed to do exactly? Because I don't want to be in turtle. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's like, I'm just going to sit away real quick yeah. or whatever. And then he was trying to do these sit throughs uh repeatedly over and he would just he grind, right? Let's like, just move, 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 move. And I'm like, I thought, yeah, he's got to be a wrestler. Yeah.
0: If you would have, if he would have like, he would have probably, he would have given you a problem if you were, he was like, passing your guard yeah yeah because they just lock you up and just no, he's not passing my guard oh really no oh you're gonna have to come back Mike. my clo-
1: my clothes guard my clothes guard i okay. should say my clothes guard okay that's my that's my jam dude
0: yeah i did get out of there i'm
1: very confident in my clothes guard. what
0: did you say to me i was i did something you're like that's a stupid pass
1: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know I don't know what I, I I mean. I could have said a lot of things, but yeah. <laughs> I was
0: trying to reach around and grab your put arm. My
1: hand under my back yeah. or something. Like, come on, man. You might like, as well dig your elbows into my knees next. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're like, not not happening, rookie. <laughs> get out it here. sounds so
1: cocky to say, but like I I just like, and I'm not God's gifted jujitsu by any stretch of the. No, what did you I tell get me? my ass kicked?
0: What did you tell me before you got promoted? You're like, listen, I'm a purple belt. I don't suck at jujitsu. <laughs>
1: I don't suck. I'm not. I. I have never claimed and I never will claim to be awesome at jujitsu. I've never come in first in a tournament. I, you know, I compete like once a year. Yeah. I, I don't. I'm not like. I'm not that guy. I. But. But I, I don't, don't suck. suck. <laughs> I don't suck. Yeah. My closed guard is my best position for sure.
0: Yeah. That was that was pissing me off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I. That's why I said I cheated, because I once I I I, I was get you into it yeah like I worked to get there yeah because I knew that's my best position
0: like I'm just gonna lock this guy (laughs) up in there anyways when did you start
1: uh I started dabbling with jujitsu. I took a a handful of classes like 2010 2011 but I started training in 2012
0: when you were still actively a cop right
1: yeah 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 from 2012 to like 2017 it was like um in runs so a bad week at work I go, I don't go at all. Back then, jujitsu, I have very few options yeah. locally. Like one, maybe two. Maybe two, And class was like, you know, three times a week or four, whatever it was at seven o'clock at night. I'm like, well, I work at seven at night. Usually I did three to seven overtime before it. So I would go to work at three in the afternoon and work till seven in the morning. Mm-hmm. So then I had my off on my off days. If I didn't pick up overtime, you know, sometimes I would go. You know, like- yeah. So it'd be once a week. And then I would have a a stretch where like not a lot of overtime going on and I can make it three times in a week, you know? So it was like always up and down, up and down. And then when I stopped working full time and I I went to a part-time department, that's when I started training like four or five times a week.
0: Did you ever have to use it?
1: Oh yeah, all the time.
0: When was the first time that you remember... I mean, it's probably about around the six-month mark that you probably get your get your head out of your ass for jujitsu, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't mean,
0: know. I mean, at least to where you're like something happens and you're like legitimately you can yeah. put somebody in side control or mount or whatever. But when was the first time you realized that? Oh shit, I can actually like control a human being more effectively than versus in and up on one of your videos that you make fun of.
1: <laughs> um. The first thing that I noticed was it wasn't really about technique. Yeah. That I think that has a place, but I noticed that when we were going hands on with people, I wasn't out of breath, I wasn't stressed out.
0: You were more confident. I,
1: I didn't have the adrenaline shake. Yeah. You know, like you you go to arrest some some dude and you're just it's go time. Like he doesn't want to go to jail and you have to take him to jail and you're just doing whatever. And then it's all said and done. And thank God you got four more cops to help get him into handcuffs. And then everybody's like, you know, like this amped up feeling. I started to notice that that was diminishing
0: because you're more confident
1: because I'm like, well, this isn't weird anymore. Yeah. Right. Like that human contact in a combative context
0: yeah, four times a week is, dudes are sweating in my mouth. Is, <laughs> this yeah. is this is normal. <laughs> this is normal, right? Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. So I just oil checked the bad guy and uh, <laughs> started complying a lot faster. Yeah. No, I was like that that's what I noticed more than the technique stuff. The technique stuff is like, yeah, it's fine. Like Kimuras are king in police work for sure. Yeah. Um and um it it became really readily apparent um that even if you train jujitsu. Part of the problem is if not a lot of cops are training, mm-hmm. and at the time I was definitely the only person in my department training jujitsu. Is like, I remember we were walking a guy trying to get him into a cell in the jail, and uh, uh wh- where I don't know where he thought he, <laughs> where where is he going? Like where the fuck does this guy think he's going? Like he's in the jail. There's no, there is no way out. He was trying to get out. Yeah, like he's not in a cell yet, but he's in the hall. <laughs> so there's only no options <laughs> you're here bud like, he just wanted to fight i guess yeah. i don't know you know it's like now that i think about it like i think a now cop me would be like if he pulled away while i was walking to his cell it's be like i'll just wait here till you come back <laughs> what the there's fuck? a gate I, down there and there's like, a gate. There's down. a door there that you're not getting through yeah. like, I, i'll be here like knock yourself out make a hot pocket while you're over there <laughs> yeah. i don't know what because now me i wouldn't need to like a lot of cops want to you know I don't want to say that they're going out of their way to get in fights, but you get excited about the foot chase and the and the and catching the bad guy, right? Yeah. So you kind of like well, kinda, you're, you're sitting around a lot. Yeah you don't you don't want things to be bad, but at the same time, well, it's, it's like you kind of do. You want the chase. You want it's you like being on
0: I don't know. It's like being on watch at war. I would imagine, like you know, when we're in Iraq, you know, if you're on like a you know, you're doing some OP or you're doing something st- stupid and you're just sitting around and you're like, damn, you, you, literally I've heard kids say like, damn, I wish we would just get shot at. Like <laughs> this is fucking, th- th- this is killing me. Sitting around is killing me. Let's just, let's just get in a gunfight or let's, so, something happen. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I imagine it's gonna like you're sitting in your car forever.
1: Yeah. it. That's, that's a hundred percent true, but we were walking this guy back and so he starts fighting and this happens all the time with policing. You got two cops, and they each have an arm, and then they start like making a wish with this guy <laughs> while they're while they're giving him co- contradictory verbal commands. Get on the ground. Go put your like. I I don't actually don't even blame the people most of the time. I'm like, well, if you guys wouldn't say seven different things for this person to do, this maybe guy is so brink- confused. Like, I don't blame him at this point, you know. And so it's like I realize I'm like, dude, we're working against each other. Yeah, and I'm like, and I was able to to tell my partner at the time, like, hey, just just let go. I I got it, right, and it was much easier to like get that situation back to the ground. Yeah, and then resolve it without conflicting plans when it comes to that. And that's why I say, like, yeah, jujitsu needs to be more pervasive. I think it's super beneficial. F- the 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 primary benefit being like self control yeah. and ego right? Because then I also, that, that's from an individual perspective, but from a departmental perspective, from a policies and procedures perspective, they need to have these guys training together to know how to work two-on-one, three-on-one. H- how do you control a scene um, effectively with those techniques without stepping on each other and get it resolved as peaceably and as quickly as possible? Without actually hurting somebody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then the, the ego thing I think is I think it's the thing that keeps cops from training. But it's also really good that when I walk into when I walk into a house and this guy just got done beating on his wife or whatever it is and I gotta arrest this guy, I also recognize that guy could kick my ass. Yeah. Maybe he could. That's part of the thrill of jujitsu too. Like I that I love I come into the your place this morning and I'm like will I get my ass kicked today? Like it's smashed, tapped. What I don't know, but it keeps your ego in check. Yeah, because you're not walking in there like, you know, I'm gonna run through everybody. I mean, I guess that could be a mindset, but it's like you don't know. You have no idea you, what you're. Yeah. You keep you keep your ego in check. Yeah, I think when you're training the right way, anyway. But uh, and I think that that'd be great for cops. Yeah.
0: So. Obviously, I don't, you, you, I'm sure you know about the Adopt a Cop program, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Mitch is a great guy. We uh, uh, humanized yeah. in the badge, which is now folded into Relentless Defender Foundation from a, a nonprofit standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, support support that organization and has been uh, big donors and supporters for yeah. We, we for use it. Stuff.
0: We use it down there. We got a handful of cops that are yeah. in it.
1: My, our gym, like every gym I've ever been a part of or associated with, is it. super popular, in, like in Southeast Michigan. Yeah,
0: so. I know that was it Jersey, somewhere up there. They they pretty much rolled it out for. I don't think it was obviously. I don't think it was New York, but um, they rolled it out. And I think Georgia too, or maybe Atlanta, made it re- like a requirement that they're all training.
1: There are some departments that that are choosing to use some type of Brazilian Jiu Jitsu based mm-hmm. system for their for their grappling, uh, their defensive tactics. Yeah, for sure. Which is you guys
0: strange, up in strange. Michigan
1: now? Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of Gracie survival tactics uh, going on, and then that's a start. Uh, yeah, um, the the last gym that I was at, they have their own. It's in, and it's certified by the state, so. Um,
0: but it's still an individual individual basis. It's not a department department.
1: Yeah, I mean, right. we've had departments come in, and send guys, you know. But um, yeah, we've we've found a greater a greater success rate. By offering a, a consistent weekly free class for cops to come. We run through the curriculum. So if you're there for long enough, you'll you're get You're doing a lot this in your gym? Not now. I'm going to implement it at our gym, but yeah. where my last gym that came awesome. from, okay. I came re- from. I I recently switched, but um and we butted it up strategically next to a nogi class. Nice. So all they had to do is stay. You know, like hey yeah. hey, you did stay. you did the intro. You're already here. Just just stay and stay and roll you know, and
0: what's the percentage of people that stayed enrolled high? Really? Yeah. That's cool.
1: Yeah. We, in the, in the first year of the program, I think we added 12 cops to the membership also about one a month uh, plus was, was transitioning from just that class to trying a regular class and then signing up. And that honestly, I think it's great to train cops and, but, the whole cop specific technique stuff, it's necessary. It's helpful, yeah. but really, I I truly think there's a greater benefit to just long term consistent training on the mats. Yeah, doesn't have to be cop specific. It's not. It's not a hard jump. It's helpful if you have a an instructor or somebody that's knowledgeable at your academy to help. Say here's what you would do if this or just. But it's not a big jump, really, yeah. to go from a regular Kimura to a camaretta handcuffing it's not it's not complex right so
0: that kind of segues into my thing like our last podcast together or i don't know if it was on mine or when i was on yours um but you asked you i asked you about how do you transition out of law enforcement if you had a rough transition or if it was a good one you said it was actually a you know better one Mm -hmm. pretty decent and one of those things was because you had things outside of that I think that's also outside of just making cops more resilient and more efficient in what they're doing to limit, you know, any sort of bullshit that they'd have to deal with now, especially now. Um, I think it benefits them long run personally. Oh, for sure. You know. Yeah. You talk a little bit about that of why that is.
1: Well, in in the law enforcement world, we tend to insulate ourselves with just other cops. Especially, like, if it comes down to the shift level. It's like, this is is my four or five guys that, you know, I always talk to or whatever. And uh, I think it helps you not only have an outlet that can benefit you on the job, but it also gets you around other people. Yeah. And I think that's really, really good. I think think that's a good two-way street because you're getting to be reminded that most people aren't shitbags, you know? You start to see all only negative, right? Oh, yeah,
0: I guess. Because if you if you solely surround yourself Most with that environment...
1: You work 60-some hours a week where you're going call to call with only negative stuff in the world. But you hate people. You start to hate people. Yeah. You're like, this world's bullshit. Everything sucks. Uh, yeah. And then who are you hanging around? The other four or five guys that all think the same thing. <laughs> so you just confirm each other's suckiness, and then you drink. So... When you get on the mats, you're reminded, oh wow,
0: there's some like really rad people. Here's in the world. There's these 20
1: other people that aren't cops, and we're having a good time. And then they—that's two way. Those people are like, oh, you're a cop, huh?
0: You're not an asshole. Wow,
1: you're here rolling like the rest of us, and you're, uh, yeah, you're I, you're actually a really nice guy. Like, yeah, <laughs> and I think that's a a good mutual benefit for sure. And I think having that connection, and having that was as a consistent thing, I think when you tra- when you make major life transitions, having something that's consistent. The
0: same. Yeah. That
1: that ties them together. Yeah. Is super healthy. And it makes the transition a little bit you easier. You get done, but I'm still doing this thing. That, yeah, you don't that, feel that like I have. you've totally lost your bearings. Yeah. You know, and that's why I went way in on jujitsu in twenty seventeen. That's when I was like, yeah, I'm like the I was a quintessential blue belt. I hadn't <laughs> quit, but I was like I think a blue belt for, I don't know how long, like way long. Yeah. And probably like five years and damn, Yeah. It was a long time. And so then I went all in on that because that's what I had. That's the, that's the non law enforcement thing that I had. Yeah. So for me, even though I had a lot of change happening in my life during that time, that stayed the same. And I was able to kind of even double down on it and find a lot of, of joy in doing it.
0: Awesome. Well, there you go. Cops.
1: Yeah. Cops. they
0: cops. Go do, go do things. I, I mean, it comes down to like, you know, the same thing in the military or any, any job or any career that you do. That's kind of like that. Your identity gets wrapped up into what you do.
1: Yeah. But don't, yeah. And I, it, I obviously talk about jujitsu all a lot and I, I do think that at a department level, they should train jujitsu. So I yeah. think every cop should train jujitsu, but I think every department should have, like, you should be running people through on shift. Yeah, come into the mats, drop the, you know, you've got your instructor, drop the real gun, put the blue man gun in, and just rep some things, ten minutes, fifteen minutes, just that's quick. I gotta change anything. Quick, quick, do this all. Like, train. That's fine. But even if cops don't want to do jujitsu as like their hobby, and I get that, well, you got to find something, do something. Yeah, I you know, and if you're gonna pick a softball league, don't pick a cop softball league. <laughs> do so meet other people, man. Like, yeah, get out there and it's do just something gonna it's just community. gonna
0: benefit them long. I mean, it's the same in the military. The guys that have something outside of their co- community, they just do better because yeah. they like. I think I didn't really think about it that way, but that's the that's the consistency. So your whole life changes except a portion of it doesn't. It. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, well, yeah, my it's changed, but on these nights I'm still doing the same shit I've always done for the last X amount of years. Right. You know what I mean? So it's not it, it doesn't feel as Yeah. you're not just like cut off mm-hmm. from the world. Yeah. Yeah. So then you uh yeah, and now what are you doing now?
1: Lots of things. Yeah, we just talked about it. We just so talked about it. We just a lot talked about it. We don't
0: have to open it up, but we just spent a half day doing a one on one uh coaching day and uh Worth Mike's it. Mike's uh <laughs> talk about your twelve thousand dollar burrito. A
1: twelve thousand dollar burrito. I can't wait to make that video now. It's gonna be a really good video. I'm pretty stoked about You'll it. Go
0: follow Mike the cop. <laughs> He's gonna make a twelve thousand dollar burrito. Um but no, we talked about, you know leveling up and changing you know changing some things and he's got some good things but really man i mean you, you ch- your morals and your the things that you're passionate about very much align with myself at one point you got i got choked up because you were telling me something i was like damn that fucking you got me in my heart man <laughs> and just I, what was it you were talking about oh I spending time with your sons yeah Right, yeah, yeah, taking your son's camping or doing some you know yeah, anything doesn't boy matter. boy boy things yeah yeah and uh uh it's just super important man anyways can you can you t- let's talk about you know things that men are struggling in and and you know i guess a little bit about what you're you, know, you don't have to talk about what you're building but just what you like to offer the world because for so long, you made funny videos, which are hilarious. Probably one of my funniest ones was the Russian stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you got. Where, like, what? So
1: funny. That's funny. Right. I had I had a blast making that video. And we, how bad did that hurt? It sucked. Uh, yeah, it, it was not pleasurable. But it's uh, what's funny is we were in, dude. We were in the basement of some three story office building, right? Yeah. And I had, there was a guy with a Primerica office, a friend of mine to this day. And so he's got this Primerica office in the basement of this building. He's got, he's got the whole basement. Yeah. And he rents me this room and all of the, like the Mike, the cop business happened in one room. And it was, I mean, maybe from your elbow over. And this was the podcast, everything, everything happening here. My son had a desk right here with his computer I would sit over there and it was like
0: a closet yeah, essentially yeah
1: essentially yeah but it was like 200 bucks a month so I was like sweet <laughs> I'll do it yeah and so here I am with getting these these guns for this video and I'm like and people this is a public place so people are coming in and out and I'm like literally like going down the stairs while like people are opening up, like oh, pause 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 <laughs> like oh I got I got to like hide the gun like hello <laughs> just being silly in here No worries don't kick me out a couple of (laughs) grown-ass
0: men being ridiculous i'm
1: like i'm trying not to get my buddy in trouble like why you you can't rent to somebody that's like bringing guns in and out of here like i'm trying to like uh, but uh that was a fun video yeah
0: so anyways you for a long time you made funny videos yeah you still make funny videos um but you kind of like as you've gotten older and the things that you've seen especially in the last two years you've kind of you're i'd say you're more you're becoming more passionate about some serious issues that are that you're seeing, mm-hmm. yeah and um you've got a great i mean like the guy has done you got four grown kids have families of their own. your your grandpa mm. what do they call you again
1: they just call me pa pa i call it grand possum
0: grand possum yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> a good shirt <laughs> um but yeah so you've you've done a great job man they're all like pretty successful young people and uh, in this day and age, that's that's a feat, man.
1: Yeah, they're not slouches. I'm 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 proud of that fact.
0: And uh and you got a great relationship with all. I mean, it's just that's awesome. Yeah. It's it's amazing to watch. Anyways, over the last couple of years, all of the stuff that's going on, you've been pretty pretty vocal about what's been going on in the world. Um, to the to the point that it's probably hurts your pocketbook a little bit. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, like uh, i want to like do that like sound demonetized <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah that's definitely that's definitely the case yeah
0: um no no love for uh zuckerberg or any of his cronies huh
1: No, man i need i, I yeah i need to get him in my clothes guard <laughs> and see how he's doing with his jiu-jitsu these days i think
0: hes i think you're, I think you're you, he's you know he's an MMA guy now so apparently i'll punch him
1: you punch uh, him i'll do MMA. <laughs> <laughs> do it Actually, I, I I won't. I don't want to break my hands. I would just slap them. I just like to just,
0: just go combat jujitsu. Yeah, Maybe yeah. some elbows. Stri-
1: yeah, elbows are fine. Knees yeah. are fine. Open um, open hand slaps. They're more insulting anyway.
0: Yeah. Uh, Tyler sent me this thing. I guess there was an interview with as a Barbara Walters and Sean Connery talking about slap. He's like, there's an interview that you said that sometimes a woman needs to be slapped with an open hand, and then he's he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he and then he doubled down on it and he explained. He's like, Well, you know, women do this thing and this thing, and they push, they push, they push, and sometimes you just have to <laughs> and he doubled down and she's like she goes, Oh, you're gonna get some male after this interview. And he's like, Yeah, probably some female. <laughs> I'm like, jeez, <"Well>, dude. <laughs> Anyways, so uh shit's gotten more serious for you a little bit.
1: Yeah, life's different, you know. Life's completely different now than it was in 2014 when I started blogging or whatever and yeah, make, you know, eventually making videos and all that stuff. How is it different to you? Cause I mean, that stuff was for, it was, it was half personal, half for everybody else. You know, it was a way for me to laugh and have fun. Um, in a, in a crazy job and yeah. then and then when people started saying dude we show your videos that roll call to laugh or we'll circle up cars and do this or hey, they showed your video in the police academy today to tell, <laughs> tell us what not to do and <laughs> stuff like that
0: oh I heard about that it was like one of your videos was actually ended up in like a training seminar right yeah or like not what
1: not to do <laughs> like how not to be as a person probably <laughs> <laughs> See
0: Ask, this guy? I'm not, don't don't do don't be like this guy. I'm
1: not admin's favorite, uh favorite yeah. poster child, but yeah, I mean, so that that jazzed me up, you know. I'm like, well, I'm enjoying it, and it's help it's helping people. Yeah, they're they're getting a kick out of it. It's giving them a break. It's making them laugh. Um, and yeah, it was so it was it was, I never set out to do it as a business. You know, for me, it was just like, it was th- I started on. Do you remember? periscope yes that's where that is really where i started i found out about periscope really the greatest video i've ever made did not save on periscope i didn't know how to save it it's gone dude we got called back to the station my sergeant so we have like mdt's right mobile data terminals or the computers in the car okay just get a message that pings all cars like return to the station immediately like shit Everybody? Everybody. Everybody's oh, got to, like, boom. So, I mean, we're, we're putting our lights on. We're like, shit, something must be going down in the lobby. Who knows what's going on? Yeah. Like, we zip back there. Dude, I walked in. We, we bust into the back of the station, and in our roll call room, I walk in, and I see my sergeant. He's got a riot helmet on, and he's holding a a big wooden old school riot stick. And I'm like, "What the fuck Sarge? <laughs> and he's like, there's a bat in station. And then all just then he's like, ah! he's screaming and he's like trying to knock this bat out of the air. And pretty soon we all have like riot gear trying to kill this bat out of the air. And, uh, it was live. On, I was filming live on Periscope and I just had carried my phone with me. And then <laughs> I didn't know how to save it. I think you could, but then like I didn't have it. I'm like, that was the greatest moment of that video would have been like so ultra viral even today. Today. Yeah. And I missed it. I I didn't save it. But I started on Periscope because about usually about like three or four in the morning, you had stacked your calls, you had reports to write, you know, all that stuff. And I just popped the phone in the middle. Yeah. And my partner who I called Officer Butthurt because he never wanted to be on camera. So I just called him Officer Butthurt and everybody knew who he was he was a kind of a character even though he was never on camera, never on ever. camera but yeah. everybody knew who he was yeah. Yeah. what's butthurt doing you know, like, oh, he's <laughs> sitting over here being a bitch or whatever you know what i would say like and i would just be like pecking out my reports telling people about the calls for the night or whatever else that's how i started so like for me it was like just a, a way to blow off steam yeah and then when the feedback started coming and i was like this is pretty cool man like this is people are enjoying this so um but then, then as I shifted away from the cop world, uh, the, the further I get away from it, the less I think about it. In, of course. In, in terms of like, it was easy for me to come up with an idea for, when you're a, in it. for a video when every shift gave me an idea for a yeah, video. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, and it, it was okay at first, <clears throat> but eventually it's like I'm waking up thinking about, where am I going in life? You know, I can't make the, I can't make, I'm not a comedian. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going a stand up comic route. I'm like, that's not who I am. Right. And I'm like, I guess I'm, I can be funny because I'm a sarcastic asshole, but I never acted in these things. I just was myself. (laughs) And there's no money in that. But like
0: like in reality, like I, you know, I've spent some time with you. Like you're, yeah, you are funny, but you're actually a very serious person. Yeah, Yeah. You know, yeah, and you talk about very serious, very serious things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know?
1: So, and that's, that was kind of like what set me apart from a lot of the people that came on the scene doing, doing like cop content is like, yeah. I, I would, I, I wanted to talk about more serious things at times. And I, as, as I've gotten further away from policing, now I've come to a point to where I'm like, man, my mindset now is like, how could, how can I help people who are still on the job, in a way that I wish I would have had a voice helping me. Right. And then how can I help guys who are transitioning away from this job at record numbers? Um, how can I help them in that transition? Cause I've been through it. And then how can I help people think about their future? Yeah. Cause a lot of cops don't think beyond retirement or their retirement goals are dumb. Yeah. Like what are you going to do? Like, they all do the same thing. They move to Florida and become security guards.
0: And then die five years later. This is stupid.
1: Yeah. Like, is that really what you want with your life? You know?
0: Well, it's good. I'm nothing like,
1: against security guards and nothing against Florida. I'm just saying like, dude, I mean, come on. What do you want to <coughs> do yeah. with your life?
0: So I, I was, um, I, I told you I went and did a, uh, a leadership, an eight-hour leadership seminar with all the chiefs in Oregon. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I didn't know up until this time, or until this time. Um, the average lifespan for a cop that retires is five years.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's bad.
0: What the hell, man? What a waste.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's a, uh, there's kind of two things that that should wake us up to. One is a radical shift in how we structure police careers should should wake us up. Because human bodies are not designed to do this job for that long. Um, And then two is how to shift cops' mindsets for life after policing. Yeah. To see beyond the end of their badge.
0: So you get a guy. He comes up. He's like, hey, Mr. Edwards. (laughs) I'm all jacked up. Mm Mm-hmm. What do I do?
1: Depends what's jacking him up.
0: He's still (laughs) active. He's got a family. He's just, you know, just in the rut of doing, doing his calls. Yeah. Doing his routine, his schedule, whatever, whatever shift he's on. Yeah. He's got a family and kids. He's
1: just. Yeah. He's got a, that cop has to figure out what it is he really wants, you know? And it. We we all have this hierarchy of wants, I think. Yeah. Right? I want to lose weight. Okay. But I also want to eat pizza. (laughs) A lot of pizza. Like, what are you talking about? Like A couple slices a week? No, I want to eat it a lot. Okay, well, which do you want more is the question, right? Yeah. we, we, We can say a lot of things that are all true. I may want a better marriage I may want to be a better dad I may want to be I want to I may want to cut my body fat percentage in half I could want a lot of these things and I can genuinely mean it when I say it but I'm what I'm leaving out is the problem what do I really want more what am I putting ahead of that that I really want because that that's where that person is going to have to pull their head out of their ass and understand what it is that they really want like what got them there, and then let's let's identify what it is you really want, and then get honest about it, and then start doing the things that are going to get you there. Mm-hmm. That's you know that could be a lot whatever of business, that is whatever that is you know, Jack. So, I mean, there's another there's another kind of jacked up, which is like I'm struggling to want to stay on this earth. There's there's, there's that kind of jacked up, which is above my pay grade on some level.
0: But yeah, you told me that. I cause we were asking, you know, we were talking about business and we we're talking about a lot of different things and, it, and, it, and emergencies popped up. And I said, Oh, speaking of, speaking of emergencies, what is the, the suicide rate for law enforcement officers? Yeah. It's
1: more than, more than double the amount killed in the line of duty.
0: That's crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're killing ourselves more than other people for sure. That's, and that's uh, what we know about. Yeah. That's right. We know about, cause a lot of times, you know, like, um, I can think of two right off, right off the top of my head where the news story was died in their sleep. Well, I mean, if you mean, like, a permanent sleep that they caused themselves, then yes. It's definitely <laughs> while they were sleeping. Like, it just didn't happen that way. Yeah. Like, they just make shit up because they don't want to. You got a guy that served for 20, 20 years in his community who offs himself in his garage. Mm-hmm they don't want to tell the community he offed himself in the garage. So um
0: looks bad on them.
1: He passed away in the in the nighttime hours, you know. And that's, that's it. No details. Just kinda like
0: Forty one years old.
1: <laughs> like, hmm it's weird. Like I don't know. So you can kinda tell when you hear about it and there's not a lot of details like what it probably is. Yeah. And then uh and then I feel bad for the families for a whole bunch of reasons. But Departments are really bad. I actually have a buddy of mine that's trying to trying to work with departments on how to properly handle the fallout from that, from like a don't don't shy away from it perspective. Like, how do you handle the funeral there, or still pay respect? Because they'll, you know, what they served sixteen years, eighteen years of their life they gave to this job, and then like it's just kind of shoved away. I don't think that's good for the family either. And they no. still need to be able to recognize what was done or what was good yeah um so yeah it's a it's a problem man for sure
0: well get some help man yeah don't for be sure. an, don't be an island to yourself right yeah for sure uh, this is the thing that kills me man you know what really grinds my gears mike <laughs> <laughs> these guys and you know i deal with it in the veteran yeah you know, honestly at this point now i deal it with the in the in the male arena like mm-hmm. men in general yeah Men in general that are struggling with whatever, okay, you know, addiction to whatever, alcohol, drugs, whatever, and they hit me up, and you know, I'm talking to them, and they're like, "Well, I don't want to do this. I don't want to get help, or I don't want to admit that I have a problem because I don't want to be, I don't want to be weak." Yeah. I'm, what? <laughs> so just sticking yeah. with the problem. That, that makes you strong.
1: Yeah. I don't know where that comes from.
0: Where is, yeah. Where does that, this mentality that, Hey, I'm, I'm an alcoholic and I admit that I'm an alcoholic. That it's admitting that you're, that you're, that's showing people that you're weak.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, it's crazy because the reality is that when you are, when you can live on front street with people, that's really empowering. Right. Nobody can take anything from you. Nothing. There's nothing you can't. What are you gonna it's are like? You gonna trying say, to blackmail you? You're say a, to for me or something. do to me? Yeah. You know because it's already out there. Yeah. You know when when it, when it's when you put something from being hidden into the light. There's nothing left to worry about. I
0: just you know? think it takes balls because like you know in in one of our businesses with the the training and and mindset and mentorship. You know, the guys hit me up, you know, I made that video, it pissed a lot of people off mm-hmm. talking about how you're selfish. If you have type two diabetes and mm-hmm. you're overweight and, and you're a single family, you know, bread breadwinner yeah. for true. your family. It's hundred percent true. And, and the way that happened was there was, a, I talked to a guy who was over 300 pounds. I think he had forced four to six kids, something like something crazy. And, um, why stay at home, you know, his wife stayed home, she's a stay at home mom. And he, he, his job is what provided for the family. And I hit him up and I said, At lowest tier. I said, here's the lowest tier coaching program. We need to get you fit, man. Like he's having all kinds of issues, right? Mm-hmm. High blood pressure, diabetes, like bad. And he's like, oh man, I can't afford it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, dude, you're going to die. You like, you literally told me that. Like you messaged me and said, yeah, I need to get right. I'm going to die. No, I can't afford it. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> right. Like, you can't not not afford it. Mm-hmm. I mean, put your kids on the phone. Let me talk to your wife. Mm-hmm. Like, we need to get you in a program now. Yeah. Anyway, so that's what triggered the video. and then So my point being is that with strength is uh, these guys message me, and and I tell them straight out. They're like, hey, that's me. I'm that guy. I need help. And so the fact that you were like, admit that and message some random stranger on the internet... <laughs> That takes balls. Yeah. That takes, that takes real, that's like, that's true courage, you know, going into, uh, you know, an in-treatment processing for al- being an alcoholic or, you know, drinking too much or drugs or whatever. That takes strength. That's not weakness. Right. That's like, a, an extreme amount of humility and putting your ego aside Yeah. To, 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 to get better. I think that's what actually is courage. Rushing under the rug or acting like there's no problem. You're being a bitch.
1: Yeah, I think it's a lot of fear. You know what it is that they fear. They fear being less liked by their peers. They fear being seen as a failure. They they might fear some things. Um. Obviously, like fear fear in some senses is an, is an illusion, and uh, yeah, kind of undercover. I really like how you in in our conversation today. Um, and I'm gonna straight up use it. Yeah, steal <laughs> that shit, Mike. <laughs> but. uh why? Yeah. Why? Why? Mm-hmm. I wanna. I, I wanna. I wanna look better naked. Okay. Why? <laughs> uh, because I would have a greater level of self confidence. Why do you want a greater level of self confidence? You are like just pushing, 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 pushing. Um, and I think you can do that in reverse with fear too. Yeah. Uh, as I'm, as we're kind of like talking this to him, like, what are you afraid of? man? Yeah. Well, I'm afraid of that people are gonna judge me. Why? Are you afraid of, why are you afraid of people judging you well because you know i don't i don't want the uh, admin to to cut me off from my job if i need help okay <laughs> well why are you afraid of getting cut off from your job if you could have this and and it cost you your job but you could save your life would it, would it matter
0: yeah or your family yeah. yeah you know so it's like getting or what's getting the divorce the what's the divorce rate in, in law enforcement god
1: i have no idea. Got to be astronaut. I know several cops that have had several wives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It's uh, it's kind of like, yeah, it's a it's a, it's 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 a joke. It's a joke. It's yeah, a joke. It, it's, yeah. It's, it's a trope at this point. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Uh, I don't. I don't know if it's any statistically. I mean, what marriage stays together anymore? I don't know. Yeah. These days, my
0: this one for me. There you go. She ain't going nowhere. You ain't going nowhere. Bitch, Crazy. you're staying at the house.
1: Crazy house, just a decision. You know. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, but yeah, I think that the answer, the reason why that I asked that question and, and I pushed it so deep is because if you're going to become a better version of yourself, mm-hmm. you have to know the real reason why, because shit's going to get hard. Yeah. It's going to get uncomfortable.
1: It always does. And you were talking about this, the guy that runs Johnny slicks with he, his name's Johnny, right? Yeah. Johnny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you were talking about this, uh, about how it seems like when you start going after something. Yeah. Shit gets in the way, dude. Like 100%. it's a guaranteed. Guaranteed. Like.
0: You can bet you if you if, if you could bet you on it, it.
1: It's it is freaky, isn't yes. it? Yes. It is freaky. Yeah, man. The Minute you set out, you're like, I'm I'm doing this. I'm like I'm pumped. I'm and doing it. You walk outside and yeah. your car's under a tree. What yeah. the f- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well now I can't go do the thing I said I was gonna yeah. do. Yeah. It's like, well, buddy, go find a bus. Yeah. Leave your car there. Deal with the insurance later. Get the fuck on the road, man. And cause it's, it happens all the time. Even coming to, even committing to this, it was like, of course I go to the dentist and he does whatever to my freaking teeth. And all of a sudden I feel like my head's going to pop off. Yeah. And I had, cho- I had a choice. Do I say, do I text Nick and be like, Hey, my tooth, my teeth, <laughs> my teeth hurt. I can't come <laughs> I <don't-> to jujitsu. I, <laughs> I'm like no, and I can't do that. I said I was going there, and I could be like my jaw will be half off. I will be there. Yeah, right. Like you got to make a decision. Yeah. What are you doing with your? Did you come to do this coaching, and and get better? Yeah, but it it's all it never fails. Even something little like that. Something, something so small always yeah. always always pops. I,
0: li- I and it's funny because I watch it. So say that say you're going to go you know do a conference you're going to go do a speaking engagement you're going to get paid a lot of money or it doesn't matter what it is whatever the thing is that you're going to level up your game your life lose weight make more money date a, date the woman of your dreams you finally got the some shit is about to go sideways you're about
1: ready to get ibs <laughs> on the night of that date you yeah
0: know? <laughs> <laughs> something weird is about to happen but i think that's you know, I don't know if how, how much you've like looked at like like the law of averages and you know mediocrity and that, but I think the you know the talking about that particular conversation, it's like the universe wants you to be in the flock.
1: Yeah, Just I don't, go I don't,
0: back into the herd. Don't step out of your lane. Yeah, and when you do, you're gonna re, you're gonna meet some resistance.
1: How do you, you know, when you look at the the personality tests and there's a lot of them out there, or whatever, yeah. but. In general, you've got sort of like your your dominant. Then you've the got the disc profile. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The disc I, that's profile. A, I'm a, I'm a fan of that one. An an S is seventy percent of the population, right? Yeah. Do you think that can shift?
0: You think that they can change? Like, do you think? Yeah it even- how
1: how do you how do you coach an, an S? That 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 the gravitational pull of just going along to get along is sort of like I, personality so
0: so it comes down to wants and desires and typically an S doesn't have a lot of those they're very content with you know their situation mm-hmm. but it comes down to this they can change so like let's I'll use Johnny for an example um, when he first, he was a high eye high eye and C right? When he first started, he was young. I think when, when he, we partnered, he was like maybe 24. He might've started when he was 23. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, um, so obviously very inexperienced, you know, served in the Marine Corps. So he had done, done some things. That'll age you. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, <laughs> right. That'll age <aid> you. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so, you know, he had some experience. He had traveled overseas, that sort of thing, but in business and trying to do things, he was still very inexperienced and young and And, uh, and he was very high, you know, high I and C and over the years because of of me pushing him in business and him having to deal with problems and employee problems and different things like that, he became more of a, his D became more prominent Mm -hmm. because he got busier. He got a, a kind of addicted to success and growth in the business and growth in himself so he had less time for bullshit. So he started to get a little more direct, and he was funny. As like he turned into, you know, he was an ick and turned into a dick.
1: <laughs> nice. So,
0: <laughs> I think it, it. I think it can bring up. It can bring up other other personality traits as you grow, and at, and not only that, but as you grow, like think about your personality at twenty one versus, you know, your mid forties now. Mm-hmm. Different. Yeah. So our experiences you know change us but going back to your question how do you coach and ask you sit down and you say the same thing you're like hey what are your priorities in life what does your day look like what do you want out of this life yeah. y- what are your goals and then what are you doing to get them because they're not going to happen by themselves and i think a lot of times that's what the the issue is is they they have these goals and they expect they're just literally goals it's like a wish you know, we need to change the word from goals to objectives. Because mm-hmm. an objective, even in law enforcement, right you can You can create a plan, a phase line approach to accomplishing an objective, mm-hmm. vice a New Year's resolution. Yeah, like.
1: Fuck. Maybe it's easier to coach S's because S's like because they go along to get along. You can be like, do this,
0: and then so like with Re- with Rebecca <laughs> with
1: a D, they're gonna be like, yeah, but what about all these other things? So yeah, like, yeah I, that's like my like push back. Yeah, you know, that's that's like- me, hundred <laughs>
0: percent um i it's funny my one of my first business coaches i pushed back a little bit and he was just like what the fuck <laughs> and i'm like he's like you're paying me he's like, do whatever the no fuck you're you not you you're do. paying me now i'm coaching yeah. you <laughs> but um but i did just, and just because that's and and he and you know a good business a good coach is going to un- understand the personalities and, and and know how to work with that but like with rebecca uh our operations officer for all the companies essentially she's so like, once you, once you get her to buy in on something Mm -hmm. and you teach that routine and that schedule, Hey, this is good for you. This is how you, now it's almost like a crutch. Now I can't get her to adjust. You know what (laughs) what I mean? Because it like, like that same personality you're they're so regimented Mm -hmm. that it's like, no, you said, I got to do this every single day at this time. There's that's (laughs) non-negotiable, you know? Yeah. zero flexibility that makes a lot of sense you know what i mean mm-hmm. so you, you gotta play so now it's like now that i've got her like that now i've got to be like okay also yes you did all that but you also have to be able to adjust and pivot when times when you need to you know yeah. what i mean so it's you know but that's all the process right growth doesn't happen overnight it happens over long 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 It, well, it continues to happen mm-hmm. you know we're still here you and i are both when we're in our 40s and we're still figuring shit out
1: I don't I don't ever see myself like peaking retiring (laughs) like I just like keep on keep on going yeah when are you gonna when are you gonna retire Mike when are you gonna hang it up go collect shells on the beach I don't know no I don't I it's just like I'll always have to have my hand at something I'll always have to be doing something yeah something even if it's just trying to roll with my grandkids on the mats or something like that
0: wouldn't that be awesome if you could promote your grandkids
1: be great actually yeah and we'll see if I can, I can i I my grandson judah he was uh keyed in on adcc really yeah he's is three he? three and he was like we caught him like he's in the living room like a little playing you know yeah. and we would like and he's catching he's just staring at it and bro, i'm like
0: Ooh, dimitri is I like it dimitri's locked in bro really Oh, at two years old he watches people roll and he's like and then he gets on the mats and rolls around and like does some of the things that he's been seeing at two years old. Yeah. and
1: Yeah. I, uh, I would have had all my, all my kids tried jujitsu, but it was, they were older when they did it. Yeah. So they were, you start you started older. Yeah. So they yeah. were to a point to where they dabbled. My youngest stayed with it still to this day. And, uh, where's she at? What do you mean? Where is
0: she? is she at?
1: Uh, she's about ready to get her purple. That's I mean, amazing. Soon. I think. I don't know. Um, she's been training for a while. Um, How old is she? 18. 18. Yeah, 19 man. in December. So I, I read something the other day about um, a study that was done, and a guy, like, raised his daughters to play chess. Like, mm-hmm. everything in their rooms was, like, chess art, and they just it was just part of what they did. And they all became like grandmaster level just chess players. players because that's just the water that they swam in, right? Like the, so, kind of like
0: the King Richard method.
1: Yeah, can I uh, yeah. can I control my grandchildren's future to be grapplers? I don't know. And this is an experiment that I may conduct. I don't know. I'll let you know.
0: <laughs> you think you should do it? <laughs> You're like, instead of taking them to, like, go get, like, grandpa's taking them out to candy, you're taking your kids', your <laughs> kid's jiu- <laughs> jiu-jitsu class. Right. That's what you do in retirement. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what do I you can't do? can't stand kids' jiu-jitsu, dude. This is, like, the fear of, fear of ever owning a gym because I, I filled in, and I, I took our, uh, her name's Andrea, Coach Andrea. She does the kids' classes, mm. and I, like, you know, the typical, uh, saint saint images you know with the position of blessing that kind of thing the halo on the i took her face and like photoshopped it on there after i did the kids i did two kids classes back to back like the youngest ones and then like like the littles i dude i was like i will never again do this and then i did it one more time and then i'm just (sighs) like i i am not made i'm not made for this
0: i'm so glad I'm so glad that you said that because <laughs> so Marv this morning, yeah, he's one of our kids class instructors. He kills it.
1: It sounds like if he took forty some kids to compete,
0: almost fifty, and they all nuts. they just crushed.
1: Yeah, our kids go to competitions and they t- they clean house, clean house, bro. That, but God bless Coach Andrea. Yeah, I it's like I I am not made for that. I so, need high school and above. I'm good.
0: So he was sick. And Tyler calls me. is like, "Hey, I need you to step in for the littles." I'm like, "Oh my god, what's on the syllabus?" Is that like
1: age four to six? Yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and I said, "Okay." And I, I, I do, I do the teens. I can do the teens. I like that. I like, I like. Yeah, I, I teenagers.
1: Like, yeah, give me even for jujitsu. I, I could uh, do junior high and above. And,
0: and I've got, and I've got kind of a heart for for teenagers because I was you know troubled teen myself okay. and you know. Had two felonies by the time I was out there, 13. Out there causing problems. In them. Causing so problems. I mean, you know, so I, I understand, like, the importance of, you know, positive role models in, mm-hmm. in, that, in that area, right? Even if there's just one. And I had some, yeah. right? And the, the ones that I had made a huge impact in my life. So I know the importance of that. Anyway, so he's like, hey, I need you to step in for the littles. And at first, nobody showed up. Thank God some mom showed up that was, like, white belts or whatever. Just somebody that could I, that could help. Anyways. Bro, I'd never been so like fabric Like that was the most uncomfortable. I, I cannot tell you how uncomfortable I was. I missed things and it was just horrendous. And the kids were looking at me like, you're an idiot.
1: Dude, I, I,
0: and then one mom was like, Nick, can I, Hey okay, coach Nick, can, can they get some water? I'm like, Oh yeah. These are four year olds. And they're good. like dripping
1: sweat. And I'm like, I apologize to the parents afterwards. <laughs> First of all, there's parents that are dropping their kids off like it's daycare. They're gone. I don't even know where they're
0: at. I wish that they. I wish ours then, would do uh, that.
1: Then I walk in the hallway. I'm like, "Hey guys, I'm sorry if your kids hate me." I, I'm like, because I had a little girl. She's like, dancing around like a freaking frog or something. I'm like, if you're not gonna do jujitsu, you can sit down. Like I'm here to teach jujitsu, man. They're like, we can want to play a dodgeball. I'm like, dodgeball. What's
0: yeah, because f- they play games. What are you
1: talking about, kid? <laughs> I'm here to train. This is jujitsu. Like, why? I'm like, I'm looking at these parents. I'm like, damn it, man! Take your kids to dodgeball class. <laughs> Don't take them to jujitsu. Like, this is no. For jiu- they do jitsu. that.
0: They do tug of war. They play dodgeball. No, no.
1: Yeah. No. no. Not a, not a, not in Coach yeah. Edwards' class. And then I have no tolerance for not. I just. I just have no. I, I, my, my my threshold for stupidity is so low, dude. And I'm just They're like, four, Mike. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> they need a four-year-old level of intelligence. <laughs> Stupidity is not allowed at any age.
0: <laughs> your, prof- your professor's <laughs> like, "Yeah, uh, Coach Mike, you are no longer teaching teaching the kids." Yeah,
1: the kids are like, "When's Coach Andrea coming back?" I'm like, "Not soon enough, not soon enough. for all of us." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anyways, they were like, "Yeah, it's good for you, Nick. You need to you need to do that more often." And I honestly, I, I do need to because Demetri will be four. And, and like less than two years mm-hmm. and we're going to start him in four. Yeah. So I've got to get my shit together. i got less than two <laughs> years to get my shit together. I'm just going to try to do what Marv does, man. He, like as soon as he came in, so he came it's back. It's a gift, dude. Oh my it's God. that He got all of their attention. Yeah. They did exactly what he said. And I was just like, I fucking quit.
1: Don't know what it is. And I don't care enough to find out. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I but gotta somebody's got, there's a fact there's, I'm sure it's reverse engineerable. Like, yeah. What approach is he taking to have their their undivided attention? And they, at love, him. Yeah, they like, love him. Oh, they love him. Yeah, they are just like drawn to this yeah. this person. Don't know what it is. Don't want it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got, unfortunately, I got to figure. It, I got to figure it out. So, anyways, all right. So that's that's uh that's Mike's retirement plan. He's just gonna he's gonna retire and teach
1: kids kids jujitsu. <laughs> maybe maybe I'll be so softened up. You know, no. I by think. The time I I'm think. 85. I think
0: you should just stay exactly the way you are. Just it's probably a, more
1: accept acceptable to be an asshole if you're eighty five. One hundred percent. What are you going to say to him? Yeah. What are you going to do?
0: Oh, he's he's eighty five. <laughs> <85. laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. He came in here on a walker and, and then <laughs> pulled guard. Humor the man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he, he put his walker up and <laughs> crawled over <laughs> on the under the mats. Yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, so, but now, man, you you're like real estate. Ten Seven Project, yeah, and still doing well. Still making funny content,
1: not as often. It's fewer, as often. fewer and further between.
0: Nobody sees it anyway. Yeah, got no. it all blocked anyway. So yeah, nobody sees. It. You have yeah, to, to like, like, you have to dig.
1: Two percent of my audience sees anything that I post. I get messages from people like, how come you don't post anymore? Like, I posted 17 times this week, man. I don't know what to tell you. Like, <laughs> to tell you. It's there. You gotta go look at it. Go. I don't know, man. I, don't, I can't tell you what Instagram's doing or why YouTube does this. Well,
0: it's because you have to like Biden, bro.
1: Yeah.
0: If you like Biden <laughs> and like Zuck, your floodgates will open.
1: Yeah, maybe if I maybe if I met uh, Biden in person, may, all my opinions would change. Maybe.
0: <laughs> That'd be a funny conversation. I wish you could interview him.
1: Yeah. You and me both. I don't think it would last very long. <laughs> <laughs> I think his handlers would end that very quickly.
0: Oh my gosh. What a buffoon. Um, <laughs> so I think that's why, why, do, why have you been blocked so much on social media and demonetized?
1: Man, there's no doubt about it. I pushed the envelope on a lot of different things. Um, <laughs> language. Uh, Images. <laughs> if there's a rule, probably I broke it. I, I
0: gotta look. I gotta. Is there is there anything that's still up? Of what? That's that you've been like. Oh, there you go. You're number
1: one. Well, at least you can find me for a while. I wasn't even searchable.
0: That's a good one.
1: <laughs> that's old. I found that uh, I was emptying out like photos on my phone, trying to free up space the other day because I was getting full. And uh, I'm like, oh man, I haven't posted that that meme in a while. So yeah, it's memes that get me in trouble. I got in big trouble January 6th, dude.
0: So so it's not really it's not really um, your videos. It's the other stuff that you're posting that's getting you in trouble.
1: Yeah, it's it's usually memes that get me in trouble. Memes or
0: words. This is incorrect, by the way. They say that's not real. It's real. It's real. It's real. But the fact checker says it's false.
1: Fact checkers are wrong.
0: um so anyways january 6th what happened january 6th
1: i posted a meme of someone scaling the Capitol wall and it was on the bottom it had jeff goldblum's character from jurassic park saying you did it you son of a bitch you actually did it or whatever from from the jurassic park movie and uh yeah that got me that got me banned for a while that was it yeah man That's weak. That was like a... I know, but that's what they do. It's like anything that I do. And then uh, some people don't... People don't realize how... I'm not kidding when I say from 2018 to 2020, I was banned on Facebook for 18 months. So, but people are like, well, you still posted. No, I was posting through my kids' accounts who are admins on my page. (laughs) I... I, I, You found a workaround. Yeah, it's a little loophole. So I could keep posting content on Mike the Cop. Now I couldn't advertise... I couldn't, I couldn't do a lot of things, Yeah, but it kept the account alive or whatever. So,
0: so your predominant things, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, those are, those are your three. Oh, TikTok too.
1: Yeah. I don't really pay attention to TikTok. I'm like, oh, I, I I remember like every couple of weeks that I have TikTok and I'm like, oh, I'll just take this reel and post it on TikTok. You had
0: 600,000 people on TikTok.
1: I had a lot of people at one point.
0: And you nuked it.
1: Yeah. I deleted it. Why? Because my kids told me my videos were cringe,
0: and you let them talk. You let them talk you into.
1: I don't, dude. I hate. I I hate being that guy. I don't want. I don't want cringe content. I was like, fuck it. I just deleted it. Six <laughs> hundred <laughs> <laughs> so thousand like if my followers. Kids, if my kids don't like my content, I don't want it.
0: Really that bad, huh? Yeah,
1: I, I don't know. Whatever. But I know the game. I can. I can take an account and grow it on any yeah. platform. It's like, so I did, I, I went back and I'm like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure I'm not, I'm not trend following. Do and you, that was what got me the cringe factor was trying to follow TikTok trends. Yeah. That's, that's what did me in with the kid. Cause I, cause I was, they were right to call me out on it. hundred percent right. I was in the wrong. So I'm glad that I rebuilt it and now I'm proud of my TikTok. <laughs> However many followers I have on there, I'm proud the of. The four. <laughs> me and the four of you. I'm proud of it. <laughs>
0: Oh man. Well, it's it's all going to Mike's going to start talking about some serious shit though, right?
1: Yeah, man. I uh I I think that hopefully my hopefully what um is sarcastic in me mm-hmm. and things that I do find funny, I can still share that um authentically. Yeah. you know, as it as it comes. Not well, because not because I'm trying, but because it just happens. Uh, but yeah, I think there's a lot of things going on right now, dude. Cops are taking a beating um, from yeah. every direction, mm-hmm. and uh, in their own house, yeah, man. And and from themselves, like they're 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 dooming themselves <laughs> They're dooming themselves. It's a lot of negativity in the job. A lot of negativity. Yeah. And uh, if we can help, kind of like put a light at the end of the tunnel and turn it on, and be like, hey, just Come this way and uh, figure out how to be be at your best. You know, so, that's, I would lo- I would love to see cops being at their best.
0: Yeah, we we you and I were kind of talking about it because when I first started creating content, it was you know it was for my first business, very tactical, um, very tactical and military and mindset. You know, and some of the same trending, some of the some trending nonsense and mm-hmm. things like that. But as I got older, kind of like you, I started noticing more serious issues. And I got older, and and honestly, for me, I got healthier. I grew a lot. I changed a lot. And so my content changed. Not everybody liked that. Yeah. And, um, you know, I wanted to go more towards long form content, these kind of conversations talking about men and, you know, being good husbands and being good fathers and making money and, yeah. you know, the things that are, the th- you know, if I talk about the, uh, the success matrix, right? Like, hitting all the wickets of success because you can't have one never some people think like oh if you're wealthy you're successful no yeah you can be wealthy and miserable yeah and i've met a, f- met a few people that are like that <laughs> yeah like their wife doesn't like them they don't have any Like, what's the point yeah you know um
1: i've known a lot of people that are super happy at their home life but they can't live out any of the things that they would enjoy doing with the family because they're broke yeah so like, that's not successful. Like, well, I mean, yeah, you don't chase it. I don't know. who. I, maybe there's some people that chase money for money's sake. Money's just a tool, though. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, it's a tool
0: for freedom. It's a tool. Yeah. It's yeah. Not, it's, yeah gives you, it gives you the ability to, to do things. You got to have and, a bigger why than money for sure. Yeah. And do things uh, that can help people. Like you you want to help people. You want to change yeah. people's lives. It's going to take money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Anyways. So I did the same thing. Like my content changed and my views went down, but I don't really care because the, the fewer people that I'm reaching now is more impactful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You know, I want you to do EDC content. I don't give a shit.
1: I would, I would love, it'd be so awesome if there was a way to like send a message to every person that follows me It says, Hey, here's where I'm going. If you don't want to go there with me, just just hit the unfollow button, man. Yeah. Deuces. Like I would rather that number be realistic. Yeah. You know, instead, of, infl- instead, instead of, of inflated all over the place or, or who whatever. even knows what if what the numbers, what like the, the real r- is the real yeah, numbers. for a while, like Facebook, they counted a, uh, a video view. If anybody viewed it for like more than 1.5 seconds, it counted as a view or something like that. It's like, that's not real. Well, you got 10 million views. And then when you look at the stats, then the amount of people that actually watched the whole video yeah it's like minuscule you know yeah oh out of a million views it was like oh 2500 people watched all four minutes of it yeah you know it's like eh.
0: but those are the people that matter
1: those are the people that matter and that's how i view like what where i'm going next in, in i guess my social media career as it was is i'm I'm sifting yeah i want to i want to whittle that down to those that
0: raise your hand it's gonna
1: matter to yeah you know and uh that way i want to i want to i want to move digital to analog i i really believe that the people that will be the most successful in the next three to five years in general are people who will move from digital to analog what does that mean it means connecting with as many people as you can beyond social media Mm. turning that into real world connections connections yeah Right. So we talked about the Ten Seven project and the agents we have in there. I'm personally connected to them. I'm talking to them on the phone. Yeah. I know about things that are going on in their lives. You know, they they are getting to know me as a person, right? Like, and that all happened from social media. But the best way to use social media is to move things from digital to analog. Yeah. And I've been encouraging people just as a general practice to do that on their personal Facebook. Like, start having things at your home. Do some community group stuff to where it moves people from just this digital space into an analog space. Like, it's, we weren't, we just weren't made for this, man. We weren't made for only digital stuff. That's why this is cool because we've gone from digital Mm -hmm. to Analog. analog. Yeah. And that, that and that, what's
0: interesting is we have so much more in common than we really realized yeah. be, because of that. Yeah, because you can only take it at such a such a level.
1: Yeah, you can only do so much with a digital relationship. So I'm very yeah. grateful for social media. I think it's a fantastic tool, but I think people.
0: I met my wife through yeah, Instagram.
1: We can't. So. we can't turn it into the end. It's just like chasing money. Yeah, money is a means to an end. Digital, you know, social media needs to be a means to an end. How yeah. can we, how do we use this and not be used by it? You know, I think that's the great challenge of our time.
0: Yeah. Well, that goes into like, you're just, you're plugged into the system or you're using the system as a tool. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. a lot of people are just plugged into the system. Mm-hmm. They're just plugged into the matrix, getting the download. Yeah. You know, yeah. I want to use the system for good. And that's yep. why like, you know, say I have, you know, I have a hundred <laughs> strange, If I about 100, exactly 102,000 followers for quite some time.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Even though my inside algorithm says I'm reaching like. Lots of people. Yeah. But nothing's changed.
1: Yeah. How is it that I've reached a half million people a month for two years and yeah. nothing's growing? It's weird. It's
0: strange. Yeah. But I don't really care. I care about the, you know, if you come down to it, I care about the 200 people that go, Hey man, I want to change my life or I want to yes. engage with you on an analog level, like you said, and mm-hmm. really make, I want you to make an impact in my life mm-hmm. or you are making an impact in my life because of X, Y, and Z. Those yeah. are the people I care about.
1: Yep. Yeah. hundred you know? percent.
0: The haters and all. I got so many haters. I love it. They're dumb. I love it. No, no. I they got help, I got they help, guys. They help us grow. I know. I got guys that literally, if I post something, they respond within like five minutes. <laughs> so like, you're like my biggest fan.
1: Thank you for allowing me to live rent free in your brain.
0: Yeah. Like, you're my, like, they're like, you're stupid or whatever. Like, I wake up at five every, every morning. One guy goes, Jocko wakes up at 430. Okay. <laughs> Cool. cool. He's on the West Coast, so actually I'm i I'm, I'm awake before he Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever say anything. But you should,
1: have you ever? You need to post a black and white picture of your of your watch and be <laughs> like, I'm up three hours before Jocko yeah, every, every day. Every day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> two and a half
0: hours every day. I'm awake. I'm awake. Just, <laughs> just to his face.
1: I'm waiting for you, Jocko. Um, your move. Your move. <laughs> He's gonna have to get up at two thirty in the morning now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to save face. To save face. <laughs>
0: But it's just silly because, like, uh, what's his name? Trent Shelton. He's a, he's a. Uh, I don't know if he's still playing. Mark, is he playing football still? Do you know who that is? No. So he was a he an NFL guy, and he said something that was really funny. He's like, those guys are just confused fans. <laughs> he's just really confused supporters. Right. But if you're commenting and you're saying negative things and you, within like the first five minutes of posting or a story, yeah. Bro, you're, you're, pl- you're on it. You're, you're, you're plugged addicted to watching this. You're plugged in to this person. I
1: love, I always say like, I'm a big, I, I try to read the room with how I'm going to respond because sometimes I'll bitch slap a, a hate commenter back into the cave they came from yeah. just because it's fun. Mm-hmm. Other times I go the exact opposite and I'll say something like super nice to them and take catch them off guard. But I always love to say like, thank you for commenting because what that does Mm -hmm. is it tells YouTube or tells Facebook this content is engaging and sends more people. So please invite your friends and then they'll be like, they'll comment back like, fuck you bitch or something. I'm like, thank you. Thank you again. Uh, Again, you're, I think you're misunderstanding what I said. If you really hate my content and you you hate seeing me here, you just helped it again. Thank you (laughs) so much for your ongoing support. Again, please invite your friends. Like and eventually it stops. It's like because they get it. Yeah, they're like oh yeah, like you understand. If you you're truly hate me, making
0: me money. If you, if you truly hate me, the the thing that you could do would be unfollow me.
1: Yeah, it completely ignore my content would yeah. be the worst possible thing you could do from right. a financial perspective. For me. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so please keep watching, motherfuckers. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's an interesting world we live in, man. Interesting sure world. Is. I, uh, I told you that I had a guy that, <laughs> I had a guy that, like, he was just being, he, he was through SMS, it's one of my, my SMS platforms, and he was just, re- he kept responding back like negative. And finally I just said, why don't you quit being a little bitch?
1: <laughs> He's like, that doesn't seem automated. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> that definitely that definitely, no, I
0: have, I have that on auto, <laughs> just replies <laughs> to everybody, to quit being a little bitch but I, I dug in i said you know the reason why i know you're you're, you're a little bitch is cuz people that aren't little bitches don't say these things they don't mm-hmm. comment this they don't they don't take the time out of their day i have never taken the time out People who out have
1: of, enough self-worth don't waste their time doing that
0: uh, no time doing it yeah. dude anyways so I, t- I talked to him and uh, he was like he got all hot and bo- bothered and, and if you're listening man you know it's a good story um so he got all hot and bothered and came back a little bit. And then I think is the next day he was like, yeah, man, you're right. Cause I, I, laid, I said, listen, winners focus on winning losers, focus on winners. Mm-hmm. Like you just being a little bitch, you're just making an example. You're just whatever's going on in your life. Apparently you've got some issues, you know, it ain't got nothing to do with me. Cause I'm fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, uh, so he came back and he said a couple things and he admitted that he was, you know, he's like, no, you're right. And so, so I sent him my calendar link. And he booked a, he booked a 15 minute appointment with me for free and we chatted and we honestly like the dude was hurting. Yeah. You know, he's 40 something years old and not in a good place with, he was married and like, and that's what's sad, man. It's like, these guys, this guy's married with kids and not in a good place in his life. Mm-hmm. So he's acting out in that manner. Yeah. Like how many of these guys are that in that thing? And he's like, nice. "Dude, he's like, dude, why would you take the time of day with me?" I'm like, "This is my business, bro. I'm in the business of trying to take men who are fucked up mm-hmm. and give them a, you know, give them some perspective and some purpose in the life to be a better husband, a better man, a better father." Yeah. Now we're friends.
1: Mhm. That's awesome.
0: You know. <laughs> but I think that's where I think that's the issue, right? We're we're not men stopped holding the other men accountable. Mm-hmm. It none of my business. I don't want to get involved. Yeah. Like, don't be a freaking pussy.
1: And that's, you know, every every tool has its pluses and minuses, right? And that's yeah. like the Mike the Mike Tyson quote: every every man, you know, that comments, but then has a plan until they get punched in the face, right? Right. And then when he punched that kid on the plane, like, <laughs> yeah, well, kid, that kid. Uh, learn that lesson learn a lesson know, really quick <laughs> that
0: photo afterwards that's where he got punched in the yeah. face <laughs> he's just Sitting looking
1: over at his friend like sad <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah i mean it it allows it allows uh people to yeah like you said act out like, but i think in a, that in a way that they that they either are escaping from things or there's yeah. no consequence to or they yeah. feel like there's no consequence to but i
0: think that um if hypothetically, if we, if, if men just went back to men holding each other accountable, I think it comes from, for me, if it comes from a place of love, if I don't mm-hmm. care about you, you'll never hear, I will never say right. anything to you. Yeah. But if I call you and I'm like, you're fucking up, mm-hmm. like get your shit together. Mm-hmm. I'm time. I'm taking time out of my day and energy to like call you and say, what is your problem? Mm-hmm. Why are you acting this way? like, Either you know, you're cheating on your wife, being an alcoholic, whatever. I mean, it doesn't matter. You know, just being a a jerk.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I feel like that comes from a place, that's coming from a place of love. Yeah. And people don't want to hear it. Yeah. Or yeah. or they don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you were like, you know, you know, we're friends and you're drinking and I, you know, I catch wind from whatever. Like you actually had an incident and your wife was like, I don't like that version. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yep. But if that was an ongoing thing, and I call you, I'm like, Mike, what are you doing? You've got a beautiful family. You got kids that love you. You got a great career going on. What are you fucking doing with your life? What do mm. what do what's going on here? You know, that might be just the wake up call that you need to like save a marriage, save your business, save a relationship with your kids. Yeah. You know, otherwise, otherwise, what's the solution? Well, it's none of my business. Yeah. I don't want to get involved. Mm-hmm. What a fucking pussy thing to say. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Dude, and dudes need other dudes that are holding, holding them accountable. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We got away from it
1: and not, and not, um, not accountability. That's like, well, are you, are you doing this or are you not doing that? And kind of check boxes, but like, yeah, man, like really get after it. Yeah. And,
0: and what's going on,
1: push, push people to action. Yeah. And, and honesty. (laughs) Yeah
0: what what the hell is happening what's in your head that's causing you to do this where are you at mm-hmm. you know yeah like mean, think about if every guy just looked at his friends first of all you got to get healthy mm-hmm. you got to get healthy and whole and that sort of thing but if every guy just got healthy and fit and then looked at all their friends and then was brutally honest with all of them mm-hmm. at all times yeah what would that do just to to us to, to a community and then that would what
1: make would get more scary to china is what it would do
0: it would make us a lot more scary to China. Yeah. But, Come on over here. Yeah. <laughs> it's you know? a bunch of angry men. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, but exactly.
0: I, but I think that, I, you know, and it, looking at it from, you know, if you look at it from a historical standpoint from the 60s on, like in the 60s we had men's community groups. Mm-hmm. Men stood together. You know, there was a very, very much like community-driven society, I, I would say. And then you know the government steps in. War against drugs started happening, you know. And I I truly believe it was a system. It was a it was a systematic destruction of the family unit to pussify men to remove them from from you know remove them from really power Mm -hmm. to pussify a nation to gain control. Mm -hmm. They did it. Yeah, it's exactly what we have masculinity is bad patriarchy is bad
1: yeah cool i got news i got news for everybody Patriarchy's here to stay man that's the way we're made uh, you want to talk about controversial topics <laughs> <laughs>
0: explain that why why do you think that
1: well i mean my my worldview is that's how that's how we're designed okay so i i think that that's the order of things i think it's like well i don't like gravity gravity don't give a fuck <laughs> I, I disagree so, with gravity. So I you know, and I will take flack for this. Send me a hate mail, mike at TV. <laughs> send it send it away. But I, I think it resonates with a lot of people, right? Like yeah. um men are men and women are women. And uh and I think that we are a patriarchal, patriarchal society. I think that's the way that things are ordered. Yeah. Now you can I I'm gonna say that in my in my worldview, I'm gonna say that, that comes from a Christian perspective i think that that's the way that the scripture describes things and the created order that's what i that's how i would um frame the foundation for that so yeah. i would argue from it for but i think there's an anecdotal argument to be made from that i think jordan peterson does a pretty good job of, of mm-hmm. arguing it from uh from an anecdotal uh psychological perspective um on uh, on how things are to be ordered yeah you know it's, it doesn't mean not a quality of personhood or dignity at all. Oh. It just means we are we have different skills um, and we should live we should live in our design to the max ability. We should maximize our humanity the way that we were designed to. And I mean it can anger people but men and women are different 100%. And, and so we should celebrate those differences and live into those and that will actually create the greatest level of unity among men and women to function at the highest level of society. And I think in every society that we try to turn that upside down it it really messes it up.
0: It just goes to shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It completely goes to shit. And I, and, I, and that's
1: not it's not to be confused with um the caricature of what a ma- what a male leader is or patriarch uh, yeah. is. Yeah. The come home uh, the, what's what's the old thing? The married with children. Speaking of jujitsu, he's a yeah. Uh, he's a black belt, right? Uh, <laughs> I'd love to get hand, I'd
0: love to get my ass kicked by him. <laughs> yeah,
1: stick your hand down your pants, crack the beer, you know. No, that's and, not that's and, not and, uh, what we're talking. Bark about. Bark orders, not what I'm saying at all. No, right? It's more of service. True, yeah. Yes. Yeah. True servant leadership is yes. what a man was designed to do. Yeah. And we see that across the board. The greatest people you, that led you in the military. Guarantee they poured themselves into other people. Same thing in the police world. The best commanders on and off the road are those that that poured themselves and led from the front by by giving themselves um, to their men and and women in the in the job. Right. Like that's that's a man. Right. Like so we're not talking about the characters. We're not talking about June Cleaver as being the ideal woman. That's not what I say when I say, when I'm talking about patriarchy is here to stay. It's what we're designed for. Yeah. But um, I think that when we live into those roles man, that that's when good things happen in society.
0: Well, not just that, but when you like when a a lot of our, the tier one clients that I work with, the gogi, you know, and all of them, but really I, I hammer it home on the ones that I handle. I'm like, when you get done working and you're exhausted, and we talked about this, and you walk in the door, don't just sit on the couch and, like, stare off because you're exhausted. Mm-hmm. You walk in there and go, hey, what do I need to do? How can I serve my family now? Mm-hmm. Because they don't give a shit that you've been. I mean, yes, they care. They appreciate that you've been working all day, right? right. Yeah. But at the, at the in that moment, they need you to be the husband and the father. Mm-hmm. you got to walk in and go, okay, what do I need? What do I got to do? Am I taking? Am I take? Am I go playing with the kids? Am I cleaning up? Am I helping you with dinner? Am I, yeah. am I dancing with you in the kitchen? What what is it that you need me to do mm-hmm. to serve this family?
1: Yep, I I hundred percent think that the man in a relationship sets the tone.
0: Drive he drives
1: sets the tone for the home.
0: I got a story for that. I'm gonna pee and then I got a story for that exact <laughs> thing. So I I have long said that the like you just said the man drives that sets, sets the tone drives the drives the pace right. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know we have a coaching business, and I tell them this: I'm like, well, my wife, this, my kids, this. I'm like, listen, motherfucker, like you're the one that sucks. Yep. If you suck, everything else is gonna suck. Oh, my wife doesn't do this. Well, it's because you don't keep your promises to your wife. Yeah. You know, she resents you because you're not being the man that you're supposed to be.
1: Yeah. Trust. Tr- <laughs> if if trust has been lost, like. I mean, you're, you're lying to yourself, dude. Yeah. So, like, you can't even trust yourself yet. Right. So, you got to fix you, and mm-hmm. then and then, then you'll see changes.
0: So, I've got a client, and he, you know, he comes in here, he's a, like, the tier one client who comes sitting here. I love him to death. He's crushing it now. But when he first started, he was like, oh, my wife doesn't, you know, isn't on the same plan, and this and that. And he's like, you know, woe is me, and the fucking violin, and depressed, and all this kind of stuff. I just let him I let him I let him talk, right? Let him talk. And then I get done us, you know, once he's done playing his fucking violin. I'm like, you know all of this is your fault. (laughs) He was like kinda taking back. All of it's your fault. Like you're fat, you have no routine, you're playing Xbox like for I don't know how like X amount of hours a day. You're not living with purpose. You're seeking pleasure. Your woe is me. You're full of excuses. How do you think she's supposed to be awesome while you are, at, like, at doing nothing, essentially? hmm You know, being, playing the victim card? And, you know, he kind of pulled his head out of his ass. So we started working on that routine. He lost, like, 40 pounds. Got, you know, dropped a bunch of weight, looking better. And then... Got on that routine, got driven with, you know, progress in himself, progress in his business. Yeah. Cam's and he's like, dude, everything's awesome. My wife is like, like get, go work. (laughs) My wife is working out now.
1: It's almost like people appreciate when you put effort into something. Right. (laughs) But, (laughs) but I, but
0: it came down to, he's like, well, I don't know if she'll ever do this or ever do that. I'm like, she will, but you are the leader. And the same way with me, like, you know, with Allie and I, I got healthy. She followed. Mm -hmm. I set a routine. I set standards. I set the goals. And when I started, I started, I kind of, you know, this was years ago. But when I, you know, got a a fire lit under my ass for real progress, not just flying by the seat of my pants and faking the funk, Mm -hmm. when I really started to do it, she followed suit. Yep. But I had to initiate, I as the father, as the husband had to initiate and as soon, like you just said, as soon as that happened, it was like obviously it doesn't happen that day, but you set that standard, you set that consistency, and over a period of time, like oh, he ain't fucking around. Mm-hmm. This is the way things are. Yeah. Show showing up every day and putting effort into it, and it, it changed everything. Yeah, the whole family followed suit.
1: Yep, absolutely. <laughs> I've seen I've seen it. Yeah, and I've seen the opposite. Obviously, you know, I I. I think back about how much wasted time oh, I've yeah. had in my life. Yeah. From being that guy. I dude, I would use sick days to play Call of Duty. Why? Exactly. At the time because I needed to unwind, you know? Oh, I needed yeah, to relax. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like all the things you can do to justify why you're doing something that absolutely on your deathbed you will never ever grab your son's hand and be like, yes, dad. I just want to tell you what, one of my regrets. What's that? I didn't play enough call of duty. <laughs> like, who the fuck is saying that in their last breaths? Maybe oh, there's man. a dude out there. A lot of guys live that that's, that is what they're, that's what their last moments are going to be. Like, what are you, what are you getting from this? And I'm not, Hey, listen, if, if uh, you know, if, if you, if you blow off some steam, on the weekends or something like that and you 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 play some video games or whatever and i don't know
0: but what's the intention i don't know what's the return i I, I, I don't
1: i I don't do it anymore yeah i I don't know like i i'm thinking like if this is if this is a just a maybe maybe you're connecting to a group of guys or something like that and like hey we through cyberspace yeah i guess Uh, i don't know whatever I'm not knocking video games as, like, a completely I'll knock, useless thing. I'll knock
0: them. I'll knock the shit out of them. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't give a shit, man. It's a waste. It's a waste, yeah. and it, I've watched it ruin people's lives, man. And don't get me wrong, eSports is a thing. And if it's a business, listen, on the business aspect of it, like, can you make money with it? I think that's, like, it's one of the fastest-growing eSport, like, ridiculous. Yeah, I've cool. have seen some
1: c- competitions where they're flying... Virtual drones, not even real ones. Like virtual, ones. <laughs> yeah,
0: like racing virtual. Yeah, yeah. so the, I get that there's a return of investment, but the you know not everybody's going to be an NFL star. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. everybody's going to be an East. But let's have some. oh, I'm I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Listen, if you're a Twitch guy and you're doing it, it's a business. Fine, yeah. don't be fat. Don't be eating Cheetos and drinking Mountain Dew. Like, mm-hmm. like legit, get your shit together.
1: Yeah, even even sitting here, well, you know, going through my schedule. And it just clicking with me how much time I've been wasting on YouTube at night. I'm like, that's why I do that drill. I'm like, man, um, I'm like, dude, I need to be asking myself that clarifying question, right? Yeah. Is what I'm about to do or is what I'm thinking about doing going to help me achieve those, those things up there? Yeah. Are, is any of these areas going to improve right by what I'm about to do? Yeah. You know, and that, and that, I think it's a good clarifying question. And
0: I and I talk about that openly with other people too. I'm like, listen, they're like, well, Nick, you know, there's nothing wrong with watching a movie. No, there's nothing wrong with watching a movie. There's nothing wrong with watching a show at night with your wife or your kid. Or
1: no, if there's a know, movie that I know, like my uh, my wife's excited to see. I'm like, oh, that'd be really cool. And we're gonna make a movie night of it. And yeah. And we're doing like a hey, let's make some popcorn. Let's do That's this. That's completely then intentional. Then, then for this time, how long yeah. is the movie? Okay, yeah, for this time. We're doing this. It happened the other night where we like we watched which Thor, God of Thunder, Love and Thunder. Dude, that sucked. I don't care who you are. That movie <laughs> fucking sucked, dude. They ruined Thor. Marvel sucks now. Anyway,
0: <laughs> well, you don't like the men rock creatures.
1: Oh, God, don't get me started. I, I don't want to go down that. That'll really get me some hate mail. No, they just changed Thor's character on on his head. But anyway, um, we sh- We told we were like literally like somebody was gonna stop. By. We're like, please don't. Like we're, we're doing this now. Yeah. This is a super right. intentional thing. This is, this is yeah. like, yeah, not date night. doesn't always have to be, we go 100%. to dinner and then dessert. And then the, like, it doesn't have to follow that pattern. It's like, no. Hey, we're dedicated. Oh, we're dedicating this time. Yeah. And it's undisturbed. We're, we're being intentional about spending time together and hearing her, hearing me rant through the movie about. Because she gave it an 8.5 out of 10, and I gave it, like, barely a 6.
0: Well, is she, is she laughing at you, or is she getting frustrated that you're laughing? Oh, she's laughing. She's laughing at you. Yeah. You guys have been married, what, 28 years or something like that? Almost 27. 27 years. That's awesome. But but you're right. Every it, Everything needs to be intentional. Like, you're sitting around, you know, just vegging three hours a night at the end of the night, not engaging is, is not cool.
1: And I can just, and I, I'm i running through my head, just, why, why am I justifying this? Yeah well, I like jujitsu and I'm watching these guys do jujitsu, you know, or whatever, like,
0: are you getting something out of it? Is this
1: what I'm supposed to do? I'm supposed to watch other people do cool things or should I do cool things? Yeah. You know, it's like, how
0: can you take that those minutes Mm -hmm. and make them more productive or make at the end of the day, it's just intentional. It's just doing things with intention that give you an ROI. Yeah. Is it better? Is it benefiting your relationship? Is it benefiting your business? Is it benefiting your personal growth? Because when you start changing that, yeah. that exponentially grows everything else.
1: Yeah, and a lot of people, and this was this was this a, sh- uh, a shift that started happening for me ear- earlier this year because I told you I stopped drinking, and then well, what the hell? What am I going to do to replace that time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I have a wife I could talk to. Yeah, uh, she's been uh, around for a while. <laughs> how was your day? <laughs> At the, and, but that's really it was, it was like. You can never, you'll never have a spouse that's going to hate you for saying, Hey, can can we hang out? sit down and talk for a while? <laughs>
0: She'd be like, like, are you, are you, are you dying? What? Are you, are you okay?
1: Yeah. Like, um, what's, yeah. What's been occupying your thoughts mostly lately? What, what have you been struggling with? Anything like you've been talking to the kids? Like, have they been confiding in you anything that they're, they're going through? Is there something we can help them? Like we're having, what are you? oh shit, you can actually have real conversations about meaningful things. Yeah. You know, and uh, and I get that. That's, especially when you're in the throes of like raising kids, you know, things. And I think, I don't think that it's ever, um, I don't think a lot of people set out to go, how can I really make my life suck in seven, or, seven to 10 years from now? Yeah. I don't think that that's really a, a conscious decision for most people. They're not gonna. They're not thinking. What can I do now that's going to be the most destructive for me a decade mm-hmm. from now? Mm-hmm. But that's what they're doing. un unint- by not living intentionally. Right. By not having a plan, you just kind of throw up the sails and wherever the wind takes you, that's where you end up. You know. I think you look up later and
0: it's like. I think we've both. You and I we talked about it earlier today. We've both done that. Yeah, it's very. It's not rewarding. Yeah, do it's you, super you, frustrating to you look, look
1: back and go like, man, where could I be? Now, yes, you know, and you you can't, but you can't dwell on that either. No,
0: no, but it's like it's a good lesson, right? To live with check. It's a good check because you look back and go, "Shit, I I fucked that up. Mm -hmm. I had an that was a big opportunity, and I was just like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, flying by the seat of my pants, not really being intentional. But if you would have changed that, what would have what would have done for your life exponentially?
1: Yeah, if I would have if I would have got coaching like this.
0: When ten was, years ago,
1: yeah. Oh or my even, god. Yeah, I, it's like if I would have got coaching I don't like this think ten years <laughs> ago, I don't want to think about it because I'm like, oh my gosh, how many zeros I could be on the beach collecting shells right now? Yeah, <laughs> right. How
0: many extra zeros would be in that bank account? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, definitely more. Yeah, definitely more.
0: Yeah, well, you know, you, I, I say it all the time. You show me somebody success, successful. I show you the same person that who's failed fifteen times for that one success. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's just tuition payments, man. Well, dude, it's been real.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me on again. Again, am I the second? Am I the first re- repeat guest on Always Forward since you like changed the name? Yeah. Hell yeah.
0: In under in under your episode forty one. Nice. So under forty one, you've already been on twice. I'm essentially, the co-host. <laughs> essentially, the
1: co-host. <laughs>
0: it's the Always Forward podcast <laughs> with Mike the Cop. <laughs> Uh, excellent, man. Well where can well, people i start
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start my podcast still like uh, Only Forward. The only forward podcast. We only go one direction
0: here. You're gonna you're gonna you're probably gonna start a new one too, right?
1: Yeah, I'm pretty amped about that, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna Yes.
0: We don't know the name of it yet. Yeah, not yet, but not yet. Be, it's
1: gonna be it'll be good. I'm excited.
0: But a lot about a little bit more of what we're talking about now.
1: Probably. Yeah, a lot more of these conversations, a lot more of And even more from just off from the hip, you know, about about these things as I, as I get passionate about them. I think, um,
0: age does something to you, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And I,
1: I I can tend to overthink. I definitely, it's, it's a strange phenomenon with me that I don't understand about myself even really. Yeah. I am not risk averse whatsoever.
0: Yeah. Can't be
1: at all. I don't have the switch. I don't, if, if, if I ended up in China, on a hammock sleeping somewhere tonight I'd I, I think I would sleep all night I wouldn't like it just be like what are you doing in China on a hammock I don't know man I had this opportunity to come to China and sleep on a hammock dude I now mean, I'm here I couldn't say no yeah. like I, I could do that doesn't matter and and my family's used to it like uh, oh, you're not gonna be a cop anymore no what are you gonna do I don't know I don't know I'm gonna go take this marketing job over here and make 20 grand more a year. I heard real estate.
0: I heard real estate's cool. Yeah.
1: <laughs> see if I can sell some homes. I don't know. Uh, so they're used to me like on the outside, I look like a freaking schizophrenic. I'm sure on the inside, it's just me trying to figure it out. Yeah. But, uh, on the other side, I can, I can definitely be like the paralysis by analysis too. And I can overthink Yeah. what it is. If I get an idea in my head, I overthink it, which is really cool that this, this happened at the perfect time it really right? did because i'm like after talking to you right as really... i'm starting to think about this instead yeah. of getting stuck in a loop thinking how will i go about doing oh no all we're pulling we're pulling triggers. You're like nope here's what we need to do and uh you got to do it in uh 33 weeks <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like oh i have to completely re-engineer my entire day in life in three weeks no problem
0: we're gonna get super super <laughs> intentional with our day <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but how I much might have fa- to get
1: up at five a.m. like you.
0: Oh man, sorry. Um, but how much, how much faster is that gonna move the deal in your life, though?
1: No, I think, I think, uh, I mean, I, I've been around enough to know that I think that if I if I actually put uh, put action into this, this is gonna be a game changer. Yeah, yeah.
0: Otherwise, but you you could have spent ninety days and al- now I could
1: have I could have
0: th- thunk it th- to death. No, know,
1: knowing me. I would have been like, well, let's uh, let's just block off some planning time between now and and Christmas and no, maybe Christmas. the turn of the year. I'd look at my bank account, like I can make it for three more months. And we li-
0: we literally did it in like thirty <laughs> minutes. Yeah, I'm like, okay, here's the plan, go.
1: <laughs> so, so yeah, that, that, I think that'll be that'll be good. And I I, I wish I would have got coach sooner. So, if, I obviously like. Not a lot, a right time a lot for, of yeah. people who listen to your podcast, I'm sure, have thought about coaching before. Yeah. And they're they're making their excuses or they're kind of justifying why they Oh, I've got a
0: whole list of them in my phone. And yeah.
1: dude, I mean, get a co- get a coach, dude.
0: It changes everything.
1: Get a coach. You know. Well, I
0: told you you I told you I uh, you know few weeks ago i needed a certain pro i needed a certain program and this guy had a program he's like and i messaged him like he's like seventy five hundred dollars i'm like okay here i I think i made that i think i doubled that money like within like a couple weeks yeah and i was like okay i'll i i mean it's it's a pro it's a it's a certain time of program that i have him for don't even really need it i just needed the information (laughs) (laughs) done check got it value added yep and you did you did the same thing with uh, I
1: did, did a real estate coaching thing, and that's really when my eyes started to open. I was like, it was like a big deal to me. I think it was like eight problem solving, or something like that. I'm like, yeah. this is a big this. This <sighs> better <grand>. be worth <laughs> it, grand. right? Yeah. And then that first week, like I said, I added like fifteen thousand dollars into my business, and I'm like, oh.
0: Which compounds because now you have the information.
1: Now I have now I'm armed with the information which. Which helped me give shape to the ten seven project. Yeah, that's where that was born out of. Like we accelerated our growth like eight to ten x. Yeah, because I was able to take what I learned and and speed man, it, you know, speed. It's like and then I you think, what, if your kid wants to play t ball, what do you just be like? Well, go join a team. Well, what do we do? I don't know. Shit, look up the rules. I guess. No, <laughs> there's a coach, man. Yeah. There's a coach, right? That tells the, you what to do. From the earliest times, yeah. like, well, I want to go to school. Well, could I mean just Google that shit? <laughs> well, yeah, but I need to learn like complex. I, I, I want to like go. I want to be an engineer. Yeah, so you can't teach that to yourself. Teachers are essentially coaches, right? Like yeah. they're they're giving you what you need to do. Why why don't we do that as men? Why do we? Th- why don't we think? So, man, I need to get a relationship coach or have have a financial coach, like. A business coach.
0: There's a systematic problem with education, p- particularly. We are we are bred and thought that that education stops at 18 when you graduate or when you graduate college. They
1: yeah, were kind of taught that you can arrive. Yeah, which is definitely a mirage. T- whole 100%
0: mirage. <laughs> yeah, but you know, majority of the populace, you, you got a man, you know, a woman graduates college, and that's it. Yeah. they go start their living their life, but they kind of stay right where they're at. Other than experiences, they stay right where they're at. Yeah, yeah, that's not true. Learning is continuous until the day you die. Yeah, and if you really jump in, like you fucking dive in, mm-hmm. you become, you become something else, mm-hmm. a different type of human being. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I want to be. Yeah, I want to be a different. I want to uh, uh, like. I want to mm-hmm. exist on a different plane than everybody else. Yeah, you know, or you know, with my guys like yourself. I want to exist on another level with other people, because yeah. your consciousness is just, just different.
1: Yeah, when you when you start running with people who think that way, gosh, it's like fast forwards life. Yeah, it's awesome.
0: It is awesome, but it's so much more rewarding. It's like that thing, like you walk into your wife and say, "How do I serve?" You know, and I I had a, <laughs> I have another client that that uh, another one another tier one client. And I told him to do that. He did it for thirty days. He's like, "Bro." Game changer.
1: <laughs> this woman likes me.
0: She likes me. <laughs> like, bro, I'm getting blowjobs every night, and I'm not even asking for him. It's just like, because he shows up. Yeah, yeah. He gets done with work, and he's showing up with his his wife and his kids. What? How can I serve today? Mm-hmm. What do you need? You mean wash dishes, too? I know we talked about this before, but it's the, and you start doing that consistently. And like you said, she's like, oh, wow, I like this guy. I don't know who yeah. this guy is, but... I'm gonna bang him tonight.
1: Yeah, I like this guy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: So that's that's it. Go go freaking serve your family, people.
1: Stop using your family as an excuse. (sighs) It's not your wife's fault. It's not your kid's fault. It's 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 always your your fault. It's not your mommy and daddy's fault. (laughs) It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not the upbringing's fault. Is it Biden's fault? Yes, (laughs) he actually (laughs) is a factor. That guy really does fuck your shit up, man. <laughs> yeah, he <it> does. He's <laughs> the ex- exception to the rule. <laughs> exception to the rule. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Well, let's we can end it there. Let's go, Brandon. Oh man. Awesome. Next two years is gonna be r- riveting. He's not making it two years, dude. He's made it this far. No
1: way. <laughs> I can't keep this up. It's fucking weekend at Biden soon enough, man, dude. There's just no way.
0: Oh man, I we we, we got to do it. You have to come back down with. I gotta the let go. I
1: have to let go of politics, man. I have you to do. Let go. I, I really do. What are you gonna do? There is nothing you could do. I don't know, man. I am on a watch list somewhere, dude. We're gonna,
0: we're, to. gonna we're gonna vote in November. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know if that counts anymore, but I don't know, man. We're gonna give it. A sh- we're gonna give it a shot. Did you just watch the podcast with John Yudtiggy? No, no, that's the one you gotta watch. He's a Venezuelan immigrant.
1: Yeah, you were telling me to watch that one. Yeah,
0: and and he, uh, dude, he said some stuff that I was like, he smacked me right in the face. I was like, oh, he, like straight up called me out. Mm-hmm. But he, he was right. He was yeah. right. We got complacent, bro.
1: Oh, for sure, hundred percent complacent. People get mad when I say that we we did we did this. Oh yeah, we, we allowed this. we allowed it to happen. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's our fault for sure. But
0: again, back to taking ownership. Right, mm-hmm. it's our fault. We got complacent. We got what was it called? Ha- fat on the pig or whatever yeah what are they i don't know is that a cop joke high on the hog high on the hog something Something maybe (laughs) (laughs) anyways guys uh go follow go follow mike the cop on all social media platforms i think you have to actually like really dig to find him i don't know
1: yeah let me know how that experience goes for you guys can we find i feel like you hit follow and it just doesn't work it just like it switches and it, it switches goes, and it it just, goes like, away right back to follow. Like, somebody thought thought they did it, but I, so
0: yeah, go follow him and, and everything he has going on. Well, I definitely have to get you back on the podcast. And then, uh, guys, if this is value of you, go you know you know the deal. Screenshot this, share it, tag me, try to tag my Scott. <laughs> and, uh, and and share with your friends. We'll share it out there and leave us a review. You guys know the deal. Never quit, never surrender. We always keep moving forward. We'll see you guys in the next episode.